0: Well, it's certainly the uh, the end of an era. Uh, she, uh, of course, as you know, was the longest reigning monarch in British history, and she oversaw so many changes over her 70-year reign, uh, both to the contraction of the British Empire but to British society itself. So it's a, a major milestone in British history.
1: Martin, when you look at Queen Elizabeth... And the legacy and certainly the impact, and let's use that word that she had, the U.K. and beyond through the years. As you look at the history product, why don't you go down that road for us?
0: Well, uh, Elizabeth was a, uh, a stabilizing force uh, in, in British politics uh, and in Britain's reputation around the world. Uh, I think she played a major role in helping to keep the Commonwealth together. Uh, All these disparate countries of many different ethnic groups that had been part of the British Empire uh, still recognize her as the head of the Commonwealth, although only some of them recognize her as the head of state. Uh, But that was a bond that helped to uh, enhance British relations around the world. And uh, probably smoothed uh, the way for various trade agreements over time, uh, which is very important now that Britain is no longer part of the European Union.
1: With well, us is Dr. Martin Wainwright, University of Akron History Department. Shining moment, Dr. Wainwright, for Queen Elizabeth.
0: Shining moment. <laughs> um. Well. You know, I I don't know whether there was a shining moment for her. I think what we need to remember her by was just her persistence. Uh, She felt she had a a duty to Britain, to the Commonwealth, uh, to play this role of a stabilizing force, and that's not necessarily going to produce a shining moment, uh, but it will produce a consistent... uh, Uh, maybe uh, looking unremarkable to the outside, but very difficult to maintain from her perspective, a very uh, consistent, stabilizing influence over Britain and uh, the the British Commonwealth.
1: Martin, you go back, what, 70 years? uh, We talk about learning on the job, right? She's thrown into this position 70 years ago.
0: Yeah. Well, of course, originally... Nobody thought that she was ever going to be queen yeah. because her father wasn't the one who was in line for the throne. It was her uncle, Edward VIII. But uh, Edward VIII, of course, famously abdicated uh, so that he could marry Wallace Simpson, an American divorcee. That was back in 1936. And uh, then uh, she she suddenly became uh, the the heir to the throne— when George VI took over, and, uh, and then when George died, and she obviously hadn't expected him to die. It was, it was fairly sudden, although we know he had problems with lung cancer, but she was off in Kenya at the time with Prince Philip, and uh, it, it all came quite suddenly. She had to rush back to England and uh, suddenly take over the uh, uh, the responsibilities of the monarch.
1: With us is Dr. Martin Wainwright, again, professor and chair of the Department of History at the University of Akron. And now, Dr. Wainwright, we turn the page to the next era, and King Charles, at the age of 73, moves to the throne.
0: Yes, and of course, he, unlike his mother, ascends the throne with a fair bit of uh, baggage in the press. Uh, You know, the contrast is Is really stunning. Uh, Princess Elizabeth, at the time she became queen, had uh, actually uh, made a good reputation for herself and the monarchy by serving as a uh, uh, as a mechanic (laughs) on on vehicles during World War II. By contrast, Charles comes to the throne. uh, Although he has done military service, Charles comes to the throne with the baggage of the whole business of Princess Diana, uh, his affair with, which later ended up in a marriage, but it was an extramarital affair at the time with Camilla Parker Bowles, and a tendency at times to uh, make comments that maybe are not the most judicious thing for a supposedly politically neutral monarch to make. Uh, so uh, his polls have not been good in the past, but they have been improving in the last few years. And I think it's significant that uh, Camilla Parker Bowles, the new queen, uh, queen consort of England, was uh, she was really out of favor with the royal family, but the queen made it clear uh that she wanted Camilla. This was fairly recently. Made it clear that she wanted Camilla to hold the title of Queen Consort, uh, which would fully recognize her as the wife of the of the king, and having the same duties that, say, her her mother, the Queen Mother, had. had. So uh, I think we, we're going forward. Um, I think that Charles's uh uh the opinion the British people have of Charles will probably go up at least in the short run. And of course then there's William waiting in the wings in the long run, uh, but that's probably a decade or two from now.